Hi, you're listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health, and I'm your host, Dr. Madged. February is American Heart Month, and chest pain is one of the most troubling symptoms that patients experience, and for good reason, because heart disease is actually the number one killer of men and women in the U.S., It also seems to be a very common topic of emails I receive at the house call doctor at quickanddirtytips.com. Unfortunately, it can be one of those most challenging symptoms to dissect, let alone over email, and short answers just won't do. So, I thought it would be a good idea to instead learn more about chest pain and what really actually goes through a doctor's mind when patients first present with this potentially alarming symptom. So let's learn about chest pain via another mystery diagnosis case. But first, thanks to Netflix Instant Streaming for sponsoring this episode of The House Call Doctor. Watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, or Touch, or on your TV through your Xbox, PS3, or Wii. All streamed instantly by Netflix, saving you time, money, and hassle. So for a free 30-day trial, including the new Netflix original series House of Cards, go to netflix.com slash QDT. That's netflix.com slash QDT. So back to our story. Calvin, he is a 48-year-old man who actually came to see me in the clinic with a chief complaint of chest pain. Chief complaint is actually a medical term that's used to describe the main symptom. I had actually seen Calvin several times in my clinic before for his high blood pressure. He's an interesting guy, very humorous, and loves to talk to me about his three rambunctious children, whom I also take care of, and his job as the CEO of his father's water filtering company. When the economy took a dive, Calvin started to feel the pressure at work. He's been putting in long hours, and when he goes to bed, his mind really starts to wander, and that's when he seems to feel the stress and subsequent chest pain. So, now on to the history. Chest pain has a seemingly endless list of possibilities as a cause, so doctors really need to get more details from the patient, and this is referred to as the history of the present illness, or HPI. So Calvin reveals that he's actually been experiencing this chest pain for the past two weeks, only at nights when he's trying to go to sleep, however. The pain feels like an ache right in the middle of his chest and typically lasts 30 minutes or so. It's moderate in severity and does not radiate to anywhere else in the body. He humorously adds that his pain seems to magically resolve after taking a few sips of his company's filtered water. Calvin is always a great salesman. And then we move to the past medical history. So Calvin is overweight and he doesn't take much time for exercise and he tends to eat on the go. As a result, he was diagnosed with high blood pressure several years ago but he's been able to control it with a medication that he takes once a day. Other than that, he's a pretty healthy guy. However, heart disease seems to run in his family, and his own father actually died from a heart attack 10 years ago, leaving him the responsibilities of the business. So moving on to what we call the differential diagnosis. Basically, for each chief complaint, doctors start to immediately compile a mental list of possible causes. For chest pain, this list is long, much longer than I can possibly cover in an episode. But we can actually break down some of the more common causes to a few main organs as possible culprits. Number one is the heart. Understandably, heart causes of chest pain are the most worrisome. Typical chest pain that is related to the heart begins in the middle or left side of the chest. 
It can radiate up to the jaw, neck, or down the arm. And it can be accompanied by nausea, vomiting, heart palpitations, or the sweats. And it occurs with exertion and is relieved by rest. But it's important to note that some patients can actually present atypically, especially women, those with long-standing history of diabetes and the elderly. Therefore, for those age 40 or older, and especially those with risk factors, it's important to consider the heart when we're faced with a chief complaint of chest pain. So when considering this as a possibility for Calvin, I ran a mental checklist of risk factors for heart disease when speaking to him. These include high blood pressure, diabetes, smoking, family history of heart attack or stroke, high cholesterol, and obesity. Calvin does suffer from high blood pressure, although it is well controlled with medication at the moment, and he is overweight and rather sedentary. His father also suffered from a heart attack at an early age, so heart disease does run through my mind as a possible cause for his chest pain. But he does not have diabetes, his cholesterol is normal, and he doesn't smoke. As a note, heart attack in a young patient less than age 40 is not common unless there's a cocaine or methamphetamine use involved. Also, other anatomical changes can also cause chest pain as well, such as a structural heart valve abnormality and problems with the aorta, which is the big blood vessel attached to the heart. So can inflammation or infection of the heart called myocarditis or the inflammation of the lining of the heart called pericarditis. Number two, the lung. The lungs are very close in proximity to the heart, and therefore symptoms can actually overlap or mimic each other. Thankfully, Calvin has never been a smoker, and he also has not been experiencing any problems with his breathing, meaning no shortness of breath or coughing, which would make me think of possible lung cases. Here are a few lung problems that can also cause chest pain. First of all, there's Pulmonary emboli, or PEs, we call it. This is a clot in the lung that typically travels from the leg. It occurs on those with a personal or family history of clotting disorders or in patients with a recent history of inactivity, like after hip or leg surgery or recent travel on an airplane. And this typically causes a sudden onset of symptoms, often includes shortness of breath, and usually symptoms don't just come and go. Some patients also report a swelling in one leg along with pain. This doesn't sound like Calvin's situation at all. Pneumothorax is another possible lung etiology of chest pain. This is a hole in the lung that is often caused by trauma, but it can also happen spontaneously. Again, this is also typically sudden in onset, and it doesn't just come and go like in Calvin's situation. It tends to be more severe, and it also is associated with shortness of breath. Typically, this doesn't sound like Calvin. And then there's pneumonia. Patients with pneumonia can actually have chest pain too, but they often report fevers, chills, cough, and overall malaise as well. The third organ is the stomach. The stomach sits right below the chest, and it's connected to the esophagus, which is the tube that carries food down from the mouth into the stomach. Therefore, patients who experience acid reflux often report it feeling like chest pain as well. Upon further questioning, Calvin tells me that he hasn't tried taking any antacids to see if it relieves his chest pain at night, but he says that he doesn't sense any acid reflux. Number four, musculoskeletal causes. 
The rib cage, muscles, and nerves all encase the heart and the lungs. And when doing heavy lifting or strenuous movement with our upper bodies, we can also strain these areas. Patients will often report chest pain, and the pain is said to be reproducible, which basically means that we can trigger it by touching it or with certain movements. Some patients will say that it hurts more when they actually take a deep breath as well. Calvin's pain is not reproducible by the touch or triggered with deep breaths, and he hasn't been doing anything strenuous. And number five, anxiety. Anxiety and stress can certainly cause chest pain in some patients. Patients who experience panic attacks or attacks of severe anxiety often include chest pain as a symptom along with possible shortness of breath, sweating, heart racing, and a feeling of intense impending doom where they feel like they're going to die in that moment. This is particularly a concern in young people with chest pain because panic attacks often begin when young. Although symptoms can really mimic heart etiologies of chest pain, and therefore these patients should still be evaluated promptly. So let's move on to the diagnosis. Deciding what test to run on a patient who presents with chest pain really depends on many factors. Their age, their personal medical history, their history of present illness, their family history, their vital signs in clinic, which include blood pressure, pulse, weight, oxygenation level, etc., and the results of the physical exam. So you can see that it takes a good deal of information gathering before deciding on what test to run. So depending on the information available, doctors may run an EKG, a blood test, a stress test, a chest x-ray, an ultrasound of the heart, or even possibly nothing at all. So let's reveal our mystery diagnosis. Because Calvin had several risk factors for heart disease, I actually did send him for a stress test. This is a special test in which we stress the heart to see if it is the cause of his pain. His test was thankfully normal. He has been experiencing a good deal of stress, but he's actually never experienced panic attacks in the past, and he's 48 years old, a little older than the typical onset of panic disorder, although possible. Before I blame anxiety, which he obviously is experiencing, I decided to dig a little deeper. Upon further questioning, he admitted that he's been drinking four to six cups of coffee a day while putting in long hours at work and eating spicy foods every day at a new local Mexican restaurant by his job, and he's been experiencing some heartburn after his meals. He didn't think anything of it since he didn't sense any acid reflux, but he did admit that his chest pain occurs when he's lying down and improves upon sitting up at night to take some sips of his famous filtered water, remember? Not all patients actually sense the acidic contents of the stomach refluxing up into their mouth. He also lives a rather sedentary lifestyle. He's overweight and consumes a good amount of foods that trigger acid reflux like caffeine and spicy foods. After changing his diet significantly, having him sleep more upright at night and temporarily prescribing a medication that decreases the acidity of the stomach, his nighttime chest pain discomfort disappeared. To learn more about acid reflux, make sure to listen to my previous podcast on this topic. Although the possibilities of chest pain are long, it's very important that you don't just ignore chest pain. Chest pain is one of those symptoms that doctors take very seriously and is rather challenging to dissect. Therefore, it's vital that you seek your doctor right away for a thorough history, exam, and possible tests. 
So share your ideas and learn more quick and dirty tips with us on the House Call Doctors Facebook and Twitter pages. And please note that all content here is strictly for informational purposes only. It doesn't substitute any medical advice and it doesn't replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. Please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Well, thanks to Netflix Instant Streaming for supporting this episode. Netflix has a new feature, Netflix Original Series. One you can actually check out on Netflix Instant Streaming is Hemlock Grove, which is an awesome new series. If you've missed out on Hemlock Grove, get on over to netflix.com slash QDT and check it out. It's set in an old Pennsylvania steel town, and the body of a teenage girl is discovered. As they hunt for a monster among them, rumors mount, and many of the town's residents become suspects. Everyone hides a dark secret. From director Eli Roth from Hostel comes a chilling supernatural series based on Brian McGreevy's novel. With Netflix Instant Streaming, you can actually watch the first season, all 13 episodes, for free, along with thousands of other movies and TV shows when you try it for free for 30 days at Netflix.com slash QDT. That's Netflix.com slash QDT. Did you know that Quick and Dirty Tips has a brand new show, by the way? The Savvy Psychologist is now in session. Dr. Ellen Hendrickson takes the mystery out of psychology and reveals tips and techniques you can use today to become happier, relaxed, and more importantly, yourself. Make sure to check out her new show at quickanddirtytips.com slash Savvy Psychologist. Well, thanks again for listening to this episode of The House Call Doctor. If you have any future topics or suggestions, you can email me at housecalldoctor at quickanddirtytips.com Have a very heart-healthy week and month.